The Creepy Podcast. The Creepy Podcast. Vaguely Scottish accent podcast. I'll beat you up with my thoughts. The Creepy Podcast. Money Penny. The Creepy Podcast. Podcast. The creepy podcast. Podcast. around to find the big scary werewolf. Welcome to the Creepy Podcast. I'm your host, Jason... Nevermind. And, well, something really strange happened. Uh, I am, uh... I used to be kind of ahead of the curve as far as technology. Like, in the 80s, I was the kid who could set the VCR clock. Now tech has taken over and I'm a caveman. So, I just realized that people were sending me messages on the Creepy Podcast Facebook page. Now, I'm sure they just hashtagged me and sent me their stuff and said, you gotta read this, bro. But they did write me and say, you gotta read this, bro. You gotta read this, bro. (laughs) I have quite a few entries uh, from someone who claims to have multiple names on Reddit. And again, I, I am not at all, at all, like, I don't know how Reddit works. I tried. I'm like, cool, Reddit sounds cool. I, I put it on my phone and everything. I, I can't I can't do it. I'm I'm caveman. I I punch keyboard. Eventually Shakespeare pops out. I I am not smart anymore. I am not. I used to be the shit. Now I just stink. So, yeah, I got a handful of these uh, stories here that were sent to me through the account, and uh, there's a lot of run-on sentences right off the bat. Right off the bat, that makes me say I have to read these because I love run-on sentences in Creepypasta. It's like my bread and butter. The run-on sentences, the, 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 the poor punctuation, the non-necessary details. Uh, I, I love all of it. So honestly, I, th- I think I haven't read them thoroughly. We're going to discover them together. But I think I found a little, uh, a little rabbit hole, a little no. treasure troll that was sent to me as a gift. So, Never again. Black Eyes 1, as well as the other name that I came uh, up with here, Ula Shai? I don't know. That's what it says. So those are the two names that popped up from the ones that I felt uh, might be uh, creepypasta-ish. Because, you know, well, uh, I don't know if you know my show. I I hope maybe you listened to it, but uh, I I have the feeling that you didn't. Like, you think that maybe I'm a straightforward creepypasta guy, and I'm not. So, uh, many thanks and many apologies from the get-go. I'm about to read your stories on the Creepy Podcast. We actually have listener submissions. (laughs) You're in for it. This is amazing. All right, hold on. I have to gather myself. I have to gain my composure. Give me a couple seconds. Drink wine. Give me a couple seconds. Okay, so this first one is called That Picture Makes Me Happy by Black Eyes One. I hope you don't end up being a creep or something. Like, I'm really, like, repping you all of a sudden. I don't even know who you are. You're probably a killer. Don't kill anybody. Don't do anything bad to anybody. If I'm reading your stuff on my podcast, please. If I'm exploiting your work for my gain, please don't be a jerk. <laughs> oh. That picture makes me happy. Me and my ex-girlfriend had broken up one year ago and it had been a hard year for me and I am not so sure about her, period. I mean, it's punctuation, period. End of sentence, period. We took so many photos together and put them on Fachi book and I couldn't believe that it had, that it had all ended, period. We both deleted every photo and video of us both. Oh, dude, I've been there. Yeah, I've been married, yo, for real. Like, once a year, Facebook throws my freaking Hawaii on the beach, like, pretending to be happy wedding photo up in my face again. <laughs> what the actual fuck was I thinking? Never mind. We took so many photos together and put them on Facebook. 
I mean, um, Facebook. And I couldn't believe that it all had ended. We both deleted every photo and video of us both. We both agreed to do this, and I had done as she told me. Yeah, you're damn right you did. And she did the same. Yeah, you know she didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've been married. Forgive me. Look it's weird how you get to know someone for a couple of years, and then all of a sudden it's all gone, and I was definitely struggling trying to adjust to life without her again. Yep. No one to make you wipe your ass. There were moments, though, where I enjoyed being single, and at the same time I was able to reflect on my relationship with my ex-girlfriend. I had received a Fache book message of a complete stranger. Okay, I'm going to reread that. I had received a Facebook message of a complete stranger who messaged me about a picture of mine that I had deleted which made this stranger happy. That's genuinely creepy. I love run-on sentences. You're making me so happy. It was a picture of me and my girlfriend, which I had deleted off my Facebook page, and this stranger who went by the name Steve-O, <laughs> rad, messaged me saying, that picture of you and your girlfriend standing outside an old castle in England. I liked that picture, comma. It made me happy. Could you bring it back? And I obviously replied, telling him to go away. As well as other words like, Creep, weirdo, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this Steve-O guy kept massage messaging. Forgive me. Freudian slip. I need a massage. This Steve-O guy kept messaging me saying, I don't want your girlfriend or even you, but it's just that the picture made me spank spank happy. And as this guy went on, he just sounded more weird. Yes, I agree with you. He sounds weird. AF. That means as whatever. I don't. What the kids say. You know what the kid slang is? Insert kid slang here. He's weird as fuck, yo. He didn't want my ex-girlfriend. Or me. <laughs> That's weird. He doesn't want me. <laughs> I'm a hot piece of ass. He didn't want my ex-girlfriend or me, but he wanted that picture because it made him not sexually turned on, but just simply happy. Bullshit. I kept telling him to go away, and he tried his best to persuade me to somehow bring the picture back, and I kept on telling him that both me and my ex-girlfriend had deleted every photo of both of us as we have broken up. Even though we had makeup sex like three times, but we are definitely broken up. But sometimes when I'm out drunk at a bar and I see her, we make out. But we are broken the fuck up. I could tell he was disappointed. And he gave me one last massage on Fache Book. Something happens to me when sadness reaches me. And then I turned off the computer. For like a whole month. I couldn't stop thinking about how Steve-O and I couldn't stop feeling. What if, oh, eh. Whoa, this is like the Holder series. I'm already starting to go mental. Oh, I'm being hypnotized. I'm doing battle with an arch nemesis. <laughs> What's your name again? What's your name, sir? Black Eyes One, AKA, I'm assuming, Ula Shai? Okay, for like a whole month, I couldn't stop thinking about Steve-O and I couldn't stop feeling like I was threatened somehow. Jackass. I did receive Facebook messages from Steve-O and they were just like, Hey, hey. how's it going? How's and it going? are you experiencing it yet? And I replied, yet, experiencing what? And he didn't reply to my massage. It wasn't until a couple of months till I started getting feelings that I wasn't alone and my sleeping patterns greatly disturbed. I would find it hard to wake from my dreams. But it was one calm night as I looked into the mirror that I saw a shadowy, flexible figure just floating. Ooh, Ooh I like that sentence. I saw a shadowy, flexible figure just floating. I looked to see whose reflection that belonged to, and it swiftly moved out of the way. Out of the way. <laughs> I lived alone since my ex-girlfriend moved out, and being alone was something I wasn't used to. It's, yeah, okay. Used. Yes, it's... You I get I lived alone since my ex-girlfriend moved out and being alone was something I wasn't used to. And I would become wary of little movements and sounds. I would catch those shadowy creatures from the side of my eyes just moving and I would sense them coming closer to me wanting to touch me. I remember moving, though when things or whatever they are didn't really care that I saw them, I came home late from work one day. Okay, so there's some other shit going on? Oh, there's something in your house. Okay. okay. I get it. I get it. Someone living in your closet because it's cheaper than living in I live their in your car. closet. They don't have a car. They live in... You don't know they're living in your house. That happens. Sometimes people just live in your house and you don't know. 
<sighs> Japan. I unlocked my front door, and in my front room I saw a family of those shadowy ghostly figures just moving about and throwing objects. <laughs> They're so punk rock. Oi, throw the TV out the window. Hit the Mercedes. No, hit the Cadillac. No, hit the Mercedes. Their eyes were so-called... Their eyes were so-called? Okay, that's what it says. Okay, their things were throwing objects. I ran out of the house. Their eyes were so-called and full hatred and sadness. Okay, we're gonna attempt to, to decipher this language. Their eyes were so-called in full hatred and sadness, comma. I could hear talking in their language to one and another. I could hear talking in their language to one and another. Okay, I decided to sleep in a hotel for a couple of weeks. I brought my laptop with me. Steve-O messaged me on Facebook saying, so has anything been happening to you lately, bro? And I replied instantly, and I demanded him to explain to me what the fuck I was writing and if it makes any sense grammatically, because it doesn't, and it fucking doesn't! Breathe, breathe, in, out, in through the, out through the blood. Just kidding. All right. Brought my laptop with me, Steve O. Messages. So, has anything been happening to you lately? And I replied instantly, and I demanded him to explain to me what is happening around me. Steve-O messaged me saying, Ever since I was small, anything that took away that made me happy always brought about those ghosts upon those people. Okay, I vaguely understand that. I usually try my best to look for something else to make me happy to save those people. And I replied to him on Facebook, Please look for something else. Exclamation mark. Those things, comma, I feel sick and my senses seem to be rattled a little. And Steve-O replied, yeah, that happens. And I've tried to find something else to make me happy. But that specific picture of you and your ex-girlfriend standing in front of that old castle. Oh, yeah. That makes me real happy. And I got off Facebook. And I have must taken so many showers that day. My mind couldn't take what I had seen. Ooh, this is weird. I feel a little dirty myself. I feel a little hurdy-gurdy-dirty. I was really stuck and I had never felt so alone and depressed, but I got an unexpected Facebook message from my ex-girlfriend. I was so surprised, hurt, and at the same time so pleased she contacted me. What's he... What she messaged me for was not to get back together. Damn. But she wrote, Hey Will, you might be surprised that I am messaging you. <laughs> Basically, this creep messaged me on Facebook saying that he liked a photo of us two standing in front of that old castle we both went to, but we both deleted it. He said if I could bring it back on, I obviously refused, and I deleted it from my phone and on Facebook. Then all of a sudden, creepy things started happening around my house. And I quickly, as I knew what she was trying to say, Steve-O must have contacted her, as well as the same thing happened to her to what happened to me oh my god this is so fucked up okay we're, we're still following the, the the line of logic here right but okay this is did this go through translator this is really okay someone's trying to punish me i'm being punished for my my creepypasta sins we both chatted and that photo was surely deleted and there was no way we could bring it back we both tried telling steve-o this and he understood us but he couldn't control his condition my ex-girlfriend was living with her friend, as she was too scared to live on her own now. Then Steve-O through Facebook told us both that maybe me and my ex-girlfriend could go back to that old castle again wearing the same clothes as we did back then, and oh, Steve-O no. will take a picture of us both okay, and he will keep that together. photo. It will be my photo. Now smile. smile. <sighs> I will take it back to the rest smile. of the jackass cast, and we will have it branded on somebody's ass cheek. It was an awkward thing to think about, but eventually me and my ex-girlfriend decided to do it. <laughs> How about you just call the cops? What the actual... Uh, the internet's a scary thing, isn't it? It's really frightening. We both went to that old castle wearing the same clothes, and I picked up my ex-girlfriend wearing the same clothes as we did then. I was wearing something formal slash casual. Bullshit. And my ex-girlfriend wore that beautiful blue dress. She looked amazing, and I was slowly falling love with her again, but she wasn't showing signs back. I was slowly falling in love with her again. Okay. It was an awkward silent drive and she was showing signs of interest towards me and the old castle was in London. I was kind of glad Steve-O came into my life and he brought me and my ex-girlfriend back Yay. together but like I said, she wasn't feeling the same way it was, period. Boo. Not because she was on her period. This is period at the end of the sentence. Punctuation. Time. 
Steve-O was to make his own way there, and when we both saw Steve-O, he was about 5'11", and an ordinary type of man in his early 20s. He apologized to us both again and again for what had happened, and he said, if we had left it any longer, the ghosts would have become more violent, and believe me, many have lost their lives, and my ex replied, please just take the picture. Me and my ex both standing in front of the old castle, and I was falling in love with her. Please just take the picture. Just like last time, wearing the same clothes and wearing the same perfume. But the only difference is the person taking the picture, which was Stevo. Last time was an old woman asked to take the picture. In that moment, I was so happy, and I pretended in my mind that me and my ex were together, and I could clearly tell that she was struggling to keep a hold of that smile next to me because I am a pathetic, narcissistic jerk. That really pained me the most. After Stevo took the picture of me and my ex on his f- phone, he looked at us both and said, that is a great photo. Better than the first one. This will definitely make me happy. <laughs> we separated from Steve-O and it was a long, awkward drive back as well as awkwardly silent. I dropped my ex back at her home and I went home to find my house a mess, but I didn't care. I wish I would have said something, but I think I've got to move on now. <laughs> That's it? This is a creepy pasta. Whoa, um, this, okay, so that was number one. Uh, what else do we got here? We got one called Time. We got one called Politics. We got one called I Need to Sweat. And one called Please Tell Me a Sad Story. <laughs> oh, God. This is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more from this guy, uh, or girl, or trans, whoever you are. Um, but that was not even remotely creepy. Oh, there's also another one called Crunched Up Paper House. I mean, yeah, and that one is a uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna save that one. If if the other ones suck, I'm gonna go to that one because that one looks like it's pretty good. But yo, for real, that really, I'm confused. I'm going to smoke pot before I I try another one because that was just terrible. That was a terrible thing to do to me. I blame you for all of my problems in life after that. So hold on a second. I'm going to take a quick break. Podcast. The Creepy Podcast. Vaguely Scottish accent. Podcast. Podcast. It's not regret pasta. It's not strange shit that happened in my life that I could have prevented pasta. So this one is called Politics. I'm gonna try this again. Okay, Politics. Politics is in quite a mess right now and nobody knows what is right or wrong anymore. I disagree. I think most people know what's right or what's wrong. It's just what we can get done. And you know, how we can stop people from taking bribes basically. But yeah, okay, I get it. Every politician in every country has no proper honest answer. True. It is all a muddle. We can all see through every politician because they are transparent. I see your organs, Prime Minister, President and Leader of any country. Wars after wars and mistakes after mistakes. It's weird how nobody has the correct answer or solution to anything. Maybe it was always destined to end up this way or maybe the corruption and lies from every government is hitting us all and our very own civilization is at risk. It's always the same story with some political group overspending and some political groups who don't spend apart for their own friends. What does spend apart mean? Leaders aren't chosen on skill or talent or real ideas that will work, but with lies and hypocrisy, as well as corruption. And most leaders comes from the same high class and high educated backgrounds. Oh, you're starting to sound like Popeye. As well as corruption as most leaders comes well, from the same size class. 
With each generation, history repeats itself with the same old problems wrapped in new looks and different opinions and prejudices. And you are right about that, my friend. You are very, very right. It's one thing, then another thing. <laughs> and if one thing or political idea works, everyone sticks with it, thinking it will never stop working. But everything eventually ends. That's the reality with life, that everything ends and nothing can work forever. The thing with politics is that it's not adaptable to changing times. And what I mean by that is a generation sticks to a certain political party and idea which works for them and then and think that it will work like you just said that. I thought this was a creepypasta. This is like a manifesto. This is like Mormon talk. Come on. This kind of repetition is made to brainwash people. Okay. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. You're just not a very good writer. Okay. Then the party eventually inevitably fails after a period of time because things change and everyone goes crazy and surprised. Crazy and surprised. That, okay. Crazy and surprised. Charles Darwin said it's not the strongest that wins nor the most intelligent but the one most adaptable to change and that is true like in the 21st century so many changes have happened and nobody knows how to adapt or even understand any of it every political party is not really adapted to the needs of our time just imagine though if there was a political party or idea that's consistent that is I'm going I'm going nuts all right just imagine, though, if there was a political party or idea that is constantly adapting on its own and changing for everyone's needs. You could be greedy or the most selfless person, and it wouldn't matter as this political idea and party is constantly adapting to the new environments, opinions, and though the t and through the times. Okay. Well, I stumbled on such a place, which was abandoned by society. Okay. I am not sure of the name of this place, but there was a large sign, and it's called forever strong whatever that means uh, <laughs> where is this going what the fuck is going uh, oh god you know what i can't do this i'm i'm really sorry homie um this stuff isn't scary it's just like this is just really fucking boring <laughs> wow now that i said it i feel like a jerk okay you know what? Uh, I'm regretting my porno audition with this one. We're just going to go to this last one because no. it's under a different name. Don't so do maybe it. Um, it's a different tone. It's good. Ula Shy. Crunched up paper house. Up paper We're going to try house. this one last one. And no. if this doesn't work, God damn it. Since I started recording this shit, I'm going to make a fucking episode. And. I, oh. Just oh, it's just. Uh, I'll just have to do some more of the Holder series. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. I've accepted my fate. Getting older means you just live with pain, and that's okay. You live with the pain. The pain becomes the pleasure. We have such sights to show you. Mmm, delicious pain. Crunched up paper house. Fuck your house. My friend and I always used to walk through a wonderful, spacious park when we were younger. It was full of tall trees, and it was very nicely maintained. In this large park, there was an abandoned mansion. I can't really say how long it had been there, but on that day, the front door of the mansion was wide open. The two of us decided to check out what was inside the place. As we inched through the door, the very first thing we noticed was that the mansion's floor was littered with crumpled up pieces of paper. We looked at each other and observed that there was no furniture. Nothing except for those wrinkled balls. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. I'm balls. bored. <laughs> Wrinkled balls, balls of paper. The mansion had sex. Oh. Sorry, six rooms. Oh, well, no. actually, in German, yeah. We're looking for sex daddy. German sex Mind balls. Mind your tone, Audrey. That means six. Okay. Wrinkled balls. The mansion had sex rooms on its main floor. Sex six rooms. And every room we every entered room, bore German more and more scrunched up Scrunchy. smelly scrot sacks. Smelly. I'm rewriting her story. <laughs> You fucker. <laughs> you crossed the wrong podcaster. I am a gremlin. You have poured water upon me, and now I will wreak havoc upon this last story before I do my penance with the holders. Hold me now in your loving arms. Hold my balls, whoever you are. We decided to open up one of the paper balls to see what was inside. Ew. 
our curiosity got the better of us. I picked up a single sink. I picked up a single wrinkled piece. Ew. Your language is like seriously. Are you trying to be a rapper or something? Like, uh, I picked up a single wrinkled. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! I picked up a single wrinkled piece, comma, and comma. As my friend picked up another, comma, I unfolded my paper, comma, smoothing out its bends and dents, period. At that moment, comma, it was almost as if a piece of a rainbow emerged before our eyes, comma. And I was suddenly standing next to a large window in one of the upstairs rooms of the house. I was looking outside into the large park. When I looked down at that piece of paper, I held it read, colon, Look outside the large window that oversees the park in the upstairs parlor. I dropped the piece of paper and it fluttered gracefully to the ground. Meanwhile, I stared at my open hands in about a horror, dazed and utterly perplexed. It's a good thing you're not bored, because that's what the fuck I am right now. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter that I wasted my time on, on listeners submitted pastas. Man, I'm learning a lesson right now. You're learning with me, right? Okay. You're learning with me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna finish this one. I'm gonna finish it. Then I'm, I'm gonna go choke a squirrel in the park. Oh, oh the pain. Dazed and utterly perplexed, I found my way downstairs and met up with my friend. He was in the kitchen sitting at a round table that hadn't been there before. Where did that come from? You bought it on Amazon when you were drunk, stupid, and I probably had to deliver it. You suck. You suck. I wondered. Okay. My friend stared at his open paper and reread the words several times before he looked at me and turned the page my way. It said, Go to the kitchen and sit at the round table. We stared at each other for a few moments, vaguely afraid. But then we began to chuckle. Within seconds, we were laughing our heads off, marveling at our newfound game. We could hardly believe what had happened. But being young as we were, the mystery was endlessly exciting. I'm glad someone's having a good time. Uh, I'm gonna just pick up near the end, mid-paragraph, because this just looks insane. There's no way this is gonna make sense or even be remotely interesting. But how it ends, is weird, so we're, we're gonna go there. Oh god, okay. Go, go. go there. That gave me an idea. Oh no. In my pocket remained the paper that made me kill my friend. What the fuck? <laughs> this is like an American Idol audition. <laughs> I'm gonna be huge one day. Without looking at it, I crumpled it back up, quietly. I followed my other self, who had separated from my friend as he explored the rooms of the house. As I crept behind him, he turned around very suddenly. Before he could utter a syllable, I forced the paper in front of my eyes, and in a flash of rainbow colors, rainbow. I was able to kill my other self. Kinky. What the fuck? What the fuck? The laws of time allowed me to take over my dead self's place in this world, and also because of the fact that, I was al that it was allowed to happen, as it was written on the second piece of paper that I had on me, which reversed time. Yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, all this exciting shit happened. No, it didn't. None of this shit happened. The second piece of paper that I had on me which reversed time, it must have control over time and paradoxes which made me now the new alive and present of my other dead self. Let's fuck? try and let that sink in. Uh, which made me now the new alive and present of my other dead my self. Brain, my brain. I hid my limp, bleeding other dead. <laughs> I hid my limp, bleeding, bleed. Oh God, my brain is turning to pudding. Oh, you're worse than the holders. The holders will be sweet comfort compared to you, Ulishai, my new arch nemesis. <laughs> I hid my limp, bleeding other dead self in a cupboard in the upstairs bathroom to rot. To my great relief, I heard my friend call my name from downstairs. My friend who managed to stay alive and well, hyphen my best friend period 
When I went downstairs, he greeted me excitedly, licking my balls, getting the rest of the peanut butter, smiling childishly and being blissfully unaware of the situation. I pretended that nothing had happened. In a heartbeat, I told him that the house creeped me out and that it would be much better if we left. After that day, we never went near the mansion again. I don't know if anyone saw or heard about anything that happened between us, but I recently heard from another friend that the house had been demolished. Good wittens to bad weather. <sighs> Off the hook, bro. And I can tell you with great certainty that while this news was a relief, I dreaded the possible prospect that my corpse was uncovered in the bathroom cabinet. Um. Uh. My brain. In the words of John Rotten. My brain. The last Sex Pistols concert before they came back for the money. The last thing he said on stage right here in San Francisco was, Do you ever get the feeling that you've been cheated? I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back hard and drunk. <laughs> Very drunk. With the Holder series. Hold me now. After I punch a fucking wall. Come here, you stupid wall. This is Jason Nevermind, and you are currently being abused by the creepy podcast because I am an angry old man as opposed to a angry young man which is way sexier you can interpret that either way I think I meant that as self-deprecating but you know hear what you want I'll be right back the creepy podcast the creepy podcast oh lord don't let me kill everybody Scottish accent I'll beat you up with myself. Mm -hmm. This looks amazing. Oh, okay, listeners, hold tight. Holders number 31 is on some ill shit. The fuck is a podcast? The creepy podcast. Oh, you turn around to find the big scary bear wolf. Alright, we're gonna do this. We're going to turn it around and turn it upside down. We're going to keep it Andrea true and make the connection. We're back to the Holder series again so soon, but you know what? I got to make up for that bullshit. I, your name will never be spoken again on my podcast. Uh, I wish you the best, but mm, stay away. No. This is the Holder series. Number 31. The Holder of silence and from sentence one it's lit we're about to go off the deep end already i'm already warmed up and this shit's crazy okay here we go the holder of silence do not speak do not sigh shut down any goddamn fucking sound making sound hyphen making device semicolon smash it if you must period Send away your friends and family, semicolon. Never see them again, period. And smother that damn dog. That's... That's pretty harsh, bro. Whatever happened to it in any city, in any town? <laughs> smother your dog! <laughs> Sorry, Fido. I, I'm, I'm doing the Holder series. I have to smother you. Next sentence. Shoot the neighbors. <laughs> semicolon. They want to break it. Break it? The silence? Hear it? Pure and golden? All for you? There will be no clamor. Oh, this sounds nice. No gasping or struggling, so long as you maintain the silence. Maintain the silence. Walk into the Institute. Make no noise and let no others blast and blare through your silence. Their fists and guns and bullets must not stop you. They must not break the silence. When you reach the Institute, hand the desk worker a blank piece of paper soaked in your blood and maybe one of the bullets they put in you. Jesus. You're just like going for the amped up reboot. You're like, fuck yeah, holders, bro. Woo, Tokyo Drift, holders. Woo. I write the holders my way. My way, yeah. When you reach the Institute, and the desk worker a black piece of paper then punch him in the head yeah bitch and they will understand thank you you will be taken deep into the institute deep 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 into the institute all the while bask in your silence <laughs> 
crushing you, maddening you. It wants to destroy you so that you may be part of it. Hear that? The blood rushing through your veins. It's just like a Mazzy Star song. <laughs> My bloody Valentine. That must be silent. Tear out the noisy heart, for it is offended and must be cast aside. Continue walking. You must walk and be surrounded by the silence. Bring up walls and cages to defend the silence. Create punishments for those who would break it. When you reach your cell, you may once more speak. But you will not want to. No, bitch! You will simply wish to maintain the silence. Have it surround you. Be near you. Hold it for a while. Uh, bullshit! I call bullshit. Because that silence is object 31 of 538. It must not be broken. I have to suspend enough disbelief. I. Oh, well, the next holder is the holder of the speed, so we're about to party. Yeah! Finally, we're about to have some freaking fun. I get to use this four year old's head. Oh, wait, no, I didn't take the four year old's head. I took the pus infected needle. This is the worst job ever. This is worse than the banquet job I had and Chuck E. Cheese combined. It's worse than Chuck e. Cheese. Assembling these things. The holder of the speed. He drives a big red truck. He is parked at Klein's truck stop. Klein's truck stop. Every third Thursday of the month, from 3 to 5 a.m. He gets hand jobs. He does accept hand jobs for payment. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask for something called the holder of the speed. The worker should become motionless. Look around yourself. If everything else becomes motionless, you are on the right path. If you are not, no one shall know of your demise. This will make it all the worse. You will notice that moving around and breathing will become gradually but increasingly difficult. This is expected because the air quality in this country has gotten way worse. For the air slowly becomes motionless. Oh. That's an interesting concept. That makes a strange bit of literary sense. I would think I, I like that. I, I like that detail. That is a nice detail. You should explore carefully the holes surrounding you. Thinking about your first great failure, but be aware that if you take too long, you will suffocate. Your objective is to find a child who still moves amidst all the surrounding statuesque shapes. This child will approach you with a ball handed over to you. Pay attention to how the ball is held. The child will then declare, and then run outside the room, always giggling. What you will have to do is return the ball. Careful to not be fooled by the voice echoing within the halls. For wasted time means you're closer to death by asphyxiation. As time passes, the air will become harder to cut through, requiring greater strength. Warmth will slowly leave your body. Droplets of water will pierce your skin. Most likely, you'll be blinded, deafened, and similarly mutilated during this chase. Oh, I'm being chased? <laughs> I didn't know I was being chased. Uh, maybe I'd run if I... Thanks for the heads up, bro. Vision will be impaired as everything slowly darkens, as even light itself is eventually reaching a stop. It is certain that you will find the child in one of the hallways under a beam of light. Oh, okay, well, thanks for that now. It could be coming from a window, a lamp, or any similar light source. Hey, thanks for the wasted words. <laughs> you should return the ball the same way it was given to you, by shoving it up his ass and attempt to escape, giving continuity to the game. It's a game? Oh yeah, don't hate the player, hate the game. 
If you succeeded, the air won't be heavy anymore. You will notice every place you run past will be damaged to some degree. Depending on where you finished your ordeal, you may have to give many explanations to the facility's administration and somehow avoid imprisonment. Uh, what else is new, really? Uh, not my first rodeo. If you failed, again, not my first rodeo. The child will once again hand you the ball as soon as you're reached, and he will then again declare, You're it. And dash through the corridors. You will probably die, pierced by the airs you medicate. Really? Pierced by the airs humidity and suffocated before you reach the infant a second time? Your newfound agility. Wait, where do we get agility from? Like, I saw humidity, and you'll probably be, you'll probably die or die. What, you have agility now. That's object 32 of 538. When did this turn into like some weird anime like video game shit? I'm confused. Mentioning the child to others will earn you at first scorn and ridicule. To mention him a second time is to invite your demise at the hands of everyone in, in earshot. <laughs> if you're lucky. Oh God. Uh, is Mercury in retrograde? What's going on with me today? Uh, <laughs> just everything's set to drive me crazy. Uh, I was hoping to do a solid five. Uh, may maybe we can. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Let's see. Object 33. The holder of wind. In any city. In any town. In any country. In any village. In a province, on any street, down any alley, down any lane, in any public park, There's a sticky guy on the in bus. any public square ah! or post office, hold or me. go hold to me, any mental city. institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. I'm already there. When you reach the front desk, front desk. I prefer the rear desk. But when you reach the front desk, oh boy. ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of my rear. The holder of the wind. Like Patrick Swayze says, the holder deep. of the The receptionist will then walk off. Smell it. As if you weren't even there. Smell my wind. Follow the receptionist. Smell my After wind. five minutes of what seems like aimless walking, the receptionist will begin to whistle. She must be Mexican, like me. We whistle all the time. Cause we goddamn work all the time. <laughs> the receptionist will begin to whistle. If it is a tune you recognize, then continue to follow. If you do not recognize the song, try to remember the better times of your life because you know what? You're a fucked. F-U-C-K-E-D, fucked. Try to remember the better times of your life, as from there out you will know nothing but the endless pain of your own personal hell. And I love when they capitalize hell because it actually is a real physical place that you're going to go to. It's hell. It's a place, therefore, has a capital letter H. Hell. Hell. If you find yourself humming along to the tune, the receptionist will turn to you and point you to a room on your left. Enter the room. Inside is a wide prairie filled with endless knee-high grass. grass. The first thing you will notice is a warm, gentle breeze gentle playing breeze over your face. In the distance, so you will hear a faint whispering sound. Oh, no. If you do not hear those... The In the distance, you will hear a faint whispering sound. If you do not hear those... In the distance, you will hear a faint whispering sound. If you do not hear the whisper, run out the door and close it behind you. You or the peaceful prairie will become. In the distance, you will hear a faint whispering sound. If you do not hear the whisper, run out the door and close it behind you, or the peaceful prairie will become your final resting place. If the whisper persists, close the door and it will disappear. Follow the whisper as best as you can. After a few steps, a young man will rise out of the grass, clothed in simple farm clothes. 
This man knows only the answer to one question. What carried them away? The man will tell you a lazy lie. A story filled with illusion and de 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 deception. Dulled by his accent. You will start to become tired. And may want to lie down and sleep for a while in the comfy grass. But do not. For if you do, you will never awaken from your slumber. And he will touch your butt. Ooh, nice butt. And Instagram it. His hand on your butt. Nice. On his Instagram. Pillowy Once butt. the man is done rambling, he will ask you a question. Nice butt. <laughs> Do you really want it? Your butt. The laziness induced by the scenery will make you want to say no. No. But resist and take the wind chimes he offers you. Ouch! In your butt? Yes. Dude. Deeper. The door you came in. You came in the. Oh. This is kinky as fuck. The door you came in will then appear in front of you, allowing you to leave in peace. These chimes are object 33 of 538. When the wind causes these chimes to sound, another object is near. Oh great, now I gotta listen to this shit. Do you know how annoying wind chimes can be? Like seriously. Like how much wind chime experience do you have? Because I have quite a bit now that I work at a thrift store. Oh god. I'm gonna tape them together. Clinch tightly. These chimes are object 33 of 538. When the wind causes these chimes to sound, another object is near. As is the end of all hope. Oh. Oh, that's bleak. 34. Eh. The holder of oblivion. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to when you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of oblivion. If the attendant stares at you and swallows audibly, follow him to a room deep within the building. I totally missed a joke there. Uh, you go ahead and insert your own. Never mind. Far deeper than you thought possible. The attendant will open the door and give you a fearful look. If you are brave, enter the room. If you are craven, flee now. If you are craven, like Wes Craven? If you are craven, flee now. Inside the room, there is only a chair. Sit down on it. Duh. If at any time you begin to feel fear, get up and leave. Duh. <laughs> you are still free to escape. That's nice to know. But you know, I'm like 33 deep. So, fuck you. <sighs> you are still free to escape. If you choose to stay, you must sit and wait until the lights in the room flicker. Do not stand. Do not get up. Don't tell me what to do. Fuck you. After all this shit... <laughs> <laughs> if you are not sitting down when the lights flicker, then you will plummet into the void between worlds. A meal for its grotesque denizens. Sounds like any restaurant. When the lights flicker, you must shut your eyes immediately, gazing upon the void. Will destroy your mind. Only when you hear a man clear his throat may you open your eyes. You will be in a dark dungeon, bound to the chair by a web of ebony chains. Ooh, they spent the money. Surrounding you will be heads impaled, impaled upon blood-soaked pikes. Well, of course they are. You stuck heads on them. And standing before you will be a man wearing an executioner's uniform. Stare him in the eyes. Do not move your gaze and do not show even the slightest tinge of fear yeah of course not for if you do he will add your head to his collection the only thing you may speak without being beheaded is the question what will they bring the executioner will laugh an inhuman laugh <laughs> And then the impaled heads will begin to speak. Hello, hello, hello. They will speak of horrors, of executions, of their individual ends, of the perfect roast beef recipe. 
must not move your gaze from the executioner or you too will be speaking of your death. Eventually, he will speak of his own end and how nice it is, how perfectly round, how sailors can set their instruments upon it, of what they brought to him. When he finishes, he will remove his cowl. Oh, he's wearing a cowl. Just like Adam West, revealing a skeleton's face. <laughs> With a cackle, he will wave his hands and the world will plunge into darkness. Oh no. When the light returns, you will be sitting peacefully in the lobby of the institution. In your lap will be the executioner's cowl. This ca No way. I've always wanted a cowl. This is rad. Oh, finally. I got something cool. This is cool. Okay? I got a cow. I get to be Adam West. It's rad. That cowl is Object 34 of 538. You have seen what they bring. I, I did. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, will you stop them? Uh, <laughs> I'm... I, I was excited, now I'm confused. I think maybe... Uh... All right, one more, one more. We, we, gotta, we gotta shake this off. Now, I gotta see where this goes. The holder of fear. Great. Great. All right. Here we go. We'll keep it even. Number 35 is the holder of fear. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house. In, you can get yourself to. That's what it says. In any city. In any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house, and you can get yourself too. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of fear. If the, the time is right, the attendant will lead you to a closet with no floor. That's fuck? an empty elevator shaft. Don't fall for that. I did, I did once, and, and now I'm a foot shorter. Really. I used to be 12 feet tall. With a malicious grin, the worker will shove you into the hole and close the door. This, that's exactly what happened to me. I didn't get a free object. I mean, I got a lawsuit out of it, but... As you fall through the abyss, you cannot feel any fear. If you do, you will immediately hit the spike-ridden bottom of the pit and meet a gruesome death. Oh, that's... No. Where's my back rub and and, and Sunday? There's no one. There's no holder that's gonna give me like a cheesesteak, like for real. The holder of the cheesesteak. How about that? The holder of the foot rub. Maybe I'm tired. There's 583 of these fuckers. <sighs> if you remain resolute, your fall will eventually slow and stop, leaving you in a room soaked in darkness. Into the darkness, you must speak only one thing. What is their weapon? Immediately, the room will be illuminated. Surrounding you will be everything that you fear. And in the center will be a creature who will take the appearance of your greatest fear. Not even once can you flinch or shrink away from this creature. Or it will dismember you in the most painful way possible. See, because it knows how to do that. It's going to find... It's, 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 it's figured out through, through process... Through trial and error, the most painful way to dismember you. I... <sighs> you do know your body goes into shock after a while, right? Like, <laughs> eventually you just start dreaming. Uh, okay, uh, the most painful way to dismember you. Uh, I dismember you. <laughs> I dismember that one time you did that one thing. <sighs> God... Where the fuck were we? I'm falling. You must stare at your greatest fear while it tells you its story in excruciating detail. It will tell you of all the fears in the world. From the tiniest to the greatest in all of their horribleness, 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 horribleness. When it is finished, the creature will ask you what you fear. Now you must confess all of your fears to the creature without looking around the room. If you miss even one, 
you will be consumed by your own terror, leaving nothing but a shell remaining. If you confess all your fears, the creature will scream, and the scream will send you hurtling through the wall behind you. When you stop moving, you will be across from the closet you entered earlier, and in the closet will be a mirror. That mirror is object 35 of 583. It reflects your greatest fear, and that is their weapon. Is this some weird psychology shit? Cause yo, my ex-wife has a master's degree in psychology, so I know all about this mirror stuff. I appreciate you listening to the Creepy Podcast. This is Jason Nevermind signing off, and of course, I invite you wholeheartedly to come over to my SoundCloud and to my Bandcamp. My SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com forward slash number four, letter A, letter M, S-O-U-N-D-S dot com, 4 a.m. sounds. Also, www. letter D, letter J, number four, letter A, letter M dot bandcamp dot com, DJ4AM dot bandcamp dot com. Lots of hip hop and interesting music up over there. And with that said, Here's another freestyle for you. Please take care. Be good to each other. Be safe. Cook your meat thoroughly. The celery stalks at midnight. The Creepy Podcast. The Creepy Podcast. The Creepy Podcast. Oh, 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 one, oh, oh, 
oh oh one oh 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 one do i make sense now oh 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 one oh 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 one oh 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 it's one oh where feel feel transition feel ah blah 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 Low towns, maintain low towns, maintain low towns, maintain low towns, maintain low towns. Hey, I'm.